Welcome to the Holistic Health Podcast, beautiful humans. If a professional, polished, well-edited podcast is what you're after, then move right on. If, however, you love unfiltered banter, unedited bloopers, authentic heart sharing, and a very generous dash of holistic health education, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to January 2024. Wild. January 2024. What? <laughs> How did this happen? Where did 2023 go? It was in and out before we blinked. It really was. You know what? I feel like ever since I was in year 10 in school, which was mm. just, you know, just a tiny little bit ago. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Gosh, it was how long? Oh my, I don't want to think about that. Um, <laughs> I feel like ever since then, time has sped up. That's my theory. Mm. You know what? I feel like it's a product of adulting and like adult responsibilities. Yes. The days just disappear and I'm not I'm not about it, quite frankly. I'll bring back those days where a day felt like it went on for a week in the best kind of way. Yes, yes. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's call that in. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, while we're waiting for that miracle to happen, I think we should share um, this amazing topic, I have to say, something that we're both so passionate about. I know that I feel like I, sh- I say this multiple times a week and in multiple Instagram stories and people are probably sick of me um, beating the same drum, but I will not stop. Um, and that <laughs> is really around meal planning and diving into a little bit around the types of meal plans, like maybe why you should consider incorporating this um, and also what goes into making a successful meal plan in our opinion. So Mm -hmm. let's kick off with, first of all, why would someone even want a meal plan? Yes. So first of all, I will just say you are the uncontested queen of meal prepping. (laughs) You are amazing. I'm a kitchen ninja. I call myself a meal prep ninja, but I'm not, wouldn't claim being a good cook. I'm a good meal prepper. Yeah. And, and to be able to meal prep, you actually have to have a meal plan. So the two almost go hand in hand and meal prepping, I think elevates a meal plan Uh, by quite a bit because it makes your working week a lot easier. But regardless of whether you want to be a kitchen ninja like Nat or you simply want some more support and intentionality around your nutritional intake, there are lots of reasons why you might want to do a meal plan. And I feel like this is a really nice time of year because everyone's had a bit of a break Everyone's had a time to reflect on the last year, maybe what they achieved, what didn't go well. And that's not just health-wise, but of course, health goals are always bubbling at the surface, I feel, around New Year's Eve and intentions. And so what better time to talk about it? And in terms of what you would get out of meal planning, gosh, there's so, so much. So just on some really practical levels, I would say you save money, so much money. So like, I feel like we've all been there where we've gone into the fridge and we've gone, oh, there's nothing to eat, even though the fridge is full. There's like (laughs) dying wilted baby spinach at the back that (laughs) smells like a sock. 
Oh God. No, I just feel, me. <laughs> I feel, no, I feel attacked. I also feel attacked. <laughs> Look, you're not alone if that's you. We've all been there. And you, you're standing in front of the fridge just asking for it to magically produce some kind of meal in just a few minutes with no brain power. So, you know, we're often buying things that are healthy from, you know, the farmer's markets or the supermarket or wherever you're getting your produce from and all of the other grocery things. And then we sort of often things go to waste or we don't haven't quite thought about what's going with what and some things get forgotten or chucked in the bin at the end of the week when you do your grocery shop again. So when it comes to meal planning, one of the, I guess, practical benefits is that you're only buying exactly what you need, whether it's just for you or if it's you and a partner or you and the whole family. So no food wastage and no money wastage would be one of the big ones. Mm, Yeah, I'll add to that and say that another huge benefit I feel that there is is that it eliminates decision fatigue, which means that we have more mental real estate to use in other areas of our life. And I would say that most of us need as much mental real estate as we can possibly <laughs> gather up, whether you're having to, you know, mum life, whether you're, you know, an entrepreneur, whether you've just got a really busy job, you're studying, you're just trying to survive in this modern world that's always asking us to make more decisions. Mm. I think thinking about this once rather than multiple times mm. is just pure bliss. And I love it. Oh my God. I would say that's actually the main reason I do it. It's the mental real estate. The amount of, I guess, energy I otherwise would expend on deciding what to cook, what's what have I got, what's gone off, you know, how am I going to put it together so it tastes good? It's just such a waste of my brain cells. Um, so I absolutely love that piece. And I guess by extension of that, it also saves time. That's mm. one of the other really practical aspects of it as well. You're not having to think about it and plan every time you go to cook. You've already got the week mapped out. And I think that the last thing I'll say about that sort of beyond all of those practical elements is that you are crafting an intentional plan to not only nourish yourself really well, but also to achieve your health goals, because you're not just going to pick things randomly for the sake of meal planning. You're going to go, what do I actually need from this? I need more energy, or I need to feel calmer, or I need to feel fuller, or I'm looking to shift my body composition, or I'm looking to shift my sleep quality or my blood sugar. And so overall, I guess to encapsulate it, meal planning really improves your health because you sit down and you map out what you're going to have um, based on why you want to have those things as well. Yeah, totally. And I really think that you make better decisions when you're making decisions about what to eat in a place where you're not already hungry, tired, stressed, overwhelmed, in a rush. Mm. And A lot of people, or at least a lot of my clients um, and people that I've spoken to, for the most part, will make the healthier decision if it's a decision that has already partially been made for them, i.e. they've already prepped that food. I think Mm. where the biggest trip up comes in is there's nothing prepared, you're hungry, you're stressed, you're busy, you're rushed, you're overwhelmed, you don't know what you're doing, and you end up just eating rice cakes and spooning peanut butter and picking at food and then wondering why you still feel like crap, you're hungry, you're tired, um, nothing's working for you and you're in this bit of a vicious cycle. I can't tell you how much of a game changer it is when you actually 
do meal plan because as as we've already said, it just means that what you're crafting is so much more well thought out of better balanced um, and, you know, you, I don't buy the excuse, hard nats coming in, bad cop, <laughs> bad cop. Um, I don't have time because mm. I have not met someone yet who genuinely doesn't have time. It's a matter of reprioritizing mm. um, and and making it so that it does work for you. I actually think meal prepping, as much as it can take longer in that moment or for those couple of hours a week that you're doing it, it saves so much time during the week. Mm. Um, So love you and you do have time. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And if you're still sitting there going, but no, you don't understand how busy I am, I would invite you to look at your screen time on your phone. Yeah, God, isn't that humbling? (laughs) Sickening, sickening. Um, That is going to really show you just how much time you do have. And and if you've never meal planned and slash meal prepped before, the planning part, if you're planning it out yourself, that, that can definitely take a little bit of a chunk of time. I would also encourage you if you've never done it before to get professional help, hint, hint, reach out to Hi, me. Hi, <laughs> we, we are the professional help. Yeah. But once the meal, that part's done, the meal prepping is easy and it might be as little as one hour or maybe as much as two hours once a week on the weekend. And what I can tell you is not only do you get that time back about thinking about it during the week and the mental real estate, but you also don't have to do the dishes again. So there's none of this cleaning up after you cook everything fresh. Of course, if there are certain things you want fresh or hot, you might, you know, reheat or something like that. But truly, um, it's one of those funny tasks where you think it's going to feel like a huge effort and a huge amount of time. And then the day that you actually do it, you're like, what was, why was I lying to myself about that? That has just made my life so much better and given me back time. Yes. Yeah. Let's actually move in then to talking about, um, I guess more around the two types of meal plans. And I'm as I'm sure there are many, but I know that you and I often think about it in in two kind of ways, or at least that's a helpful conversation to have. So do you want to explain what the two types of meal plans um, you consider to be? Mm. So when it comes to meal plans, you've got kind of two basic options. And as clinicians, this is we sort of weigh up what is going to be better for the client and also for the season that you're in. So you've got, I guess, the Rolls-Royce fully customized meal plan, which is, I guess, the, the most structured. So what that looks like is, you know, Monday to Friday or Monday to Sunday, depending on what you need, every single meal is planned out and every single snack all the way down to recipes and the grocery list and what day you're going to eat them and which meal you're going to have, um, which recipe. And this is a really lovely option if you want to do zero thinking. This is excellent if you're in a super busy season or you're following quite a strict regime. To give you just a a side example, 
if you haven't heard the episode I did on the HCG diet, I did follow that last year um, as a way of resolving leptin resistance from mold illness. And that's a very restrictive diet. So planned that down to the absolute nth degree. Um, so if you need structure, you love it or you want it, you want to just absolutely use zero brain cells to think about it, um, depending on the season you're in or your health goals. That fully customized meal plan is the ideal option for you. And you can always refresh that along the way if you need to extend it for any sort of period of time with you know fresh recipes and fresh ideas. The other option, though, is more of a meal plan structure and guide. And I would say this is probably in the balance. Now, I, I imagine you'd agree with this what more people like um, most of the time, or at least once you've experienced a fully customized meal plan and maybe rebalanced your blood sugar and your hormones are a bit more stable, you can start to play around within a framework or a template that allows you to be more flexible with your choices. And I think this is a really nice um, option if you would like a bit more flexibility, you want to be able to sort of wake up and go, mm, what do I feel like today? And you've got a few choices and you know how to craft a balanced plate really easily. And certainly if you find too much structure sends you screaming in the other direction and feeling trapped. I know I personally sometimes suffer from just, you know, it sounded like a good idea yesterday. And then today I don't really just want to vomit at the thought of, of eating that. And I feel <laughs> like something different, which is so annoying for me. But I also really understand that sometimes you, it's a little bit like maybe it's my inner toddler. You know how they say with kids, you should always give them like three choices so that they yeah. actually feel like that. Oh my gosh, this is you. This is me. <laughs> okay. Thanks for being in my therapy session, folks. I've just worked <laughs> out my problem. That is literally it. I don't like being forced for one thing. I'm not even sure really where it comes from, but if I've got three, two I is I think okay. it's your Aquarius son. Is it? Just like, let me pave my own path. I will make yeah. my own decisions. Okay. Thank you very much. That's, that sounds true. That 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 fits. Um, and I feel like two choices doesn't feel quite flexible enough. So having three choices, which actually, now that I think about it, is how I do my own meal prepping too, actually. Always want to have three choices for lunch or three choices for breakfast or three choices for dinner. And then I get to actually go, mm, let my taste buds decide within the realms of, you know, my plan. So ultimately depending on the season you're in or what you need, if you've got a warped personality like me and you know one of these is a better fit for you than the other, there are some real keys to success when you are planning out your meals. So we might run you through those now, um, starting mm. with you have absolutely got to choose recipes that you'll love and enjoy. So, you know, you can go, all right, my macros are this. This is how many grams of carb, protein, fat. You could get ChatGPT to make you up some dodgy meal plan. FYI, don't do that because they absolutely are not in alignment with what you say. I've tried. I actually thought there might be a useful way of doing it for clients. Anyway, choose recipes you'll love and enjoy. Don't start eating bland, shitty boiled chicken and blanched broccoli just because it looks good on paper. You can eat well 
in almost any type of cuisine with a few adjustments. Hashtag just add butter. Just add butter. Oh, I love it. I was having that conversation with a client yesterday who's just reintroduced butter into her life and she's like, oh my gosh, this is just amazing. I didn't know that like vegetables could taste this good. And I was like, you are welcome. Welcome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank me later. (laughs) You know, it's so true. Like if you love Italian food or you love Asian fusion or you love good old fashioned home cooking, like make sure that the recipes you're choosing, even the crafted around the macros that you want, are going to appeal to you because this is actually how you create healthy habits that last long term. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree with that. And, you know, to your point, like we kind of mentioned macros, calories, et cetera. Mm. I do think that it's a good idea if you're someone that has no idea whether or not they're eating enough, um, particularly if you're eating enough calories and you're eating enough protein, which probably the two areas where most women in particular fall down. It's not a bad idea just to get someone to help you to understand what your requirements are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then it it's not that you have to track those things and weigh your food and count everything forever, but just to have the awareness around what does adequate protein on a plate look like for me? What mm-hmm. does an adequate amount of food look like for me? Because I would say that um, a lot of women in my experience have a tendency to undereat those two things. And that is a surefire way to make your meal plan not so A-grade and to to have you not feeling as good as you possibly could from it. Mm. Um, And also, I really think it's important that you create, you know, this the meal plan that is going to work with your schedule and also your lifestyle. Mm. So what I mean by that, if if you're someone who does not have time to make an elaborate cooked breakfast, don't plan to have freshly fried or scrambled eggs with, I don't know, whipped avocado and um, <laughs> well-toasted bread. It's just not going to happen. You mm. have to think about, okay, what what does my day look like? What are the times in my day where I am able to have, you know, have something, heat something up. I've got that time. Um, you know, where am I going to be at these certain times in the, um, in the day? What season is it? Am I going to want to eat really hot food if it's incredibly hot outside and vice versa? Um, I think it's really important to just consider the context, um, and what's going to work best for you because Mm. it's all well and good to create the most, elaborate, beautiful meal plan on paper. But if it's not something that you're going to be able to sustain at least for a medium period of time, it's really not the thing that's going to get you to the results that you want to because Mm -hmm. compliance is key and consistency is key. And it has to often um, be at the expense of perfection, which is just not, not a word that I allow into the vocabulary of myself or any client. No. And that's such a good point because, again, you can design any kind of intention with an idea of what looks good on paper. That might be an exercise regime or, you know, some sort of, um, I don't know about you, Nat, but I see sometimes um, some of the beautiful humans that I follow have got these elaborate divine morning routines. And I'm like, oh, 
That would be so amazing. And I have absolutely made the mistake of sitting down and going, okay, I'm going to design my own morning routine. (laughs) And I've sort of looked at other people's and drawn inspiration. I'm like, here's my perfect morning routine. I'm like two hours later. That's just not going to happen for me with the way my life works. And so making sure it is going to be sustainable and an easy yes um, and supporting, you know, your current season that you're in, knowing that that might change at any time. And I guess the last point around that is you also want to make sure that your nutritional program, your meal plan, however you've done it, whether it's a fully customized meal plan or it's a more templated style structure and guide, that it actually matches your health and well-being goals. Mm-hmm. Now, you might have several. It, you might be looking to gain muscle this year or lose some body fat or balance your blood sugar or even out your hormones, or maybe you are trying to improve your circadian rhythm and sleep, your energy. I mean, it could be absolutely anything, but you want to make sure that that meal plan has been crafted with those goals in mind. You might also be recovering from an illness. You might be repairing some sort of gastrointestinal issue. You might have other specific health challenges that require some special attention on your meal plan and some more intentionality in the foods that are chosen and the way it's put together. And so to actually have a successful meal plan, you want to keep all of that in mind so that you get the results that you want with food that you absolutely love the taste of, enjoy eating, that is an easy yes based on your schedule and your lifestyle. So Hopefully that has got you all jazzed up for thinking about how you want to embark in 2024, whatever your hopes and dreams are for this year. Nat and I are cheering you on. And if you are interested in getting some support, professional support with your meal planning and nutritional guidelines, Nat and I are absolutely here for you. Um, And also wanted to just say, if you're listening to this in January and you've got that new year froth that we all get to some (laughs) degree or another, um, actually putting together um, a little special package for nutritional assessment and meal planning just for you. And you can get 15% off with the code THHP. If you would like to jump on that, that's going to be valid for all of January 2024. And would absolutely dearly love you to actually start the year off on the right foot. I feel like as much as you can start any day of the week, any day of the year, there is something about that fresh energy in the new year that if you can harness that now, will go a long way to making 2024 the best and healthiest year of your life. Mm, I love that. I love that so much. And we'll make sure it's all in the show notes for you um, as well. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for everyone to dive in. And if you need extra recipe um, inspiration, there are a few recipe eBooks available on my website as well, but I love the sound of that offer. And I think everyone should absolutely jump on that ASAP. So Go forth and meal prep, my friends, and we will speak to you all next week. Next week. Bye.